Heather Exner-Pedora, thank you very much for taking my call. All right, my pleasure to be here. Now, of course, uh, the federal government yesterday um, came out with a a press release announcing next steps on future Arctic oil and gas development. Uh, Mm -hmm. What do you make of this announcement? Um, I was, you know, actually surprised but happy to see it. So um, some of your listeners may remember that back in December 2016, right, the kind of a last bilateral uh, effort with Barack Obama and Justin Trudeau, Canada and the United States both announced a moratorium on oil and gas uh, development on the offshore in the Arctic, uh, and Canada saying that they would have a five-year moratorium here. And northern leaders were, were not consulted, and then were predictably furious about it. And it happened to come right as Canada was launching its Arctic policy framework uh, co-development uh, process. And so it made it very difficult for them to, you know, to say they were kind of entering that in good faith. And so after, I think, you know, a year and a half of consultations and negotiations on the Arctic policy framework, the federal government has heard again and again uh, the dissatisfaction with that kind of unilateral imposition of this moratorium. And so I think before they could announce the final Arctic policy framework, they had to address that in some way, and, and that's what this is doing today. So what does this mean in practical terms? Does this mean that the government is entertaining the possibility of uh, lifting the moratorium on uh, oil and gas develop offshore Arctic oil and gas development? Right. Well, when they when they Im- Im- impose that moratorium with no consultation, they did impose kind of a, a get out of jail free card. So they did say that it was a, for a five year term. And looking at gas prices, it, it's clear to everybody that there was no, no investment that was going to occur in that five-year term anyways. So this allows them to stick to their original commitment, which was to have a more term for five years. No investment is going to come anyways. But now they can work with the region, with uh, Northwest Territories, with Inuvuliaut, and think about what might happen at the end of that five years. And so it's an opportunity for co-development in the future. But again, the only thing that determines these things are prices, and the prices still aren't there. Hmm. Uh, what do you think would be, uh, you talked about northern leaders, uh, this is the, the three northern territories. Uh, uh, how about the, the northern indigenous leaders? What do you think their reaction would be to this? Yeah, I think I think they're, they're very pleased in, in Inuvik in that region and looking for, you know, opportunities for economic development. And this is, you know, this is the, the crux of the liberals' problem and the crux of Arctic development is a strong desire for conservation and environmental protection, and yet a, a, a desperate need for economic development. And is there a balance between those two? And I think, uh, you know, more practical leaders uh, might tend to focus on the economic development side because they have infrastructure to pay for and schools to pay for and want to provide jobs. Um, and, and again, so this is an effort at that, trying to revive that industry, revive that interest. But again, if the prices are no good, um, they'll still have to look at diversifying other options. Now, of course, in uh, Northwest Territories, they're also thinking about uh, oil and gas development in the um, in the Delta. Mm-hmm. Um, how uh, how much uh, of an effect this can have on that? Uh, you know, if if the development is onshore, then this policy wouldn't have affected it anyways. But I, I would say, you know, the the government going back and forth on has has maybe not for domestic uh, purposes and onshore uses, but dampened, uh, you know, investment uh, interest and and security, and not knowing what will happen in, in again in three years when the moratorium comes up, uh, or if a different government may come in with a harder stance. 
So, you know, they can now talk about co-development, and if it's for domestic purposes, that may very well be the case. But in terms of international traction of investment, I think this will still have some lasting effects uh, on dampening that enthusiasm. Anything else that uh, kind of um, strikes your uh, attention or, you know, uh, anything that you were surprised by in this announcement? I think it's a good sign that the new Minister for Northern Affairs, Dominic Lebon, is listening, is action-oriented, um, and does want to more, move forward on some concrete things. So I expect Northern leaders will be very pleased that they're able to get this concession from him. Great. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Levon. Have a great day. Thank you.